0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the History Revision podcast. Uh, And today we consider how the Cold War spread beyond Europe um, and started to incorporate or to bring in countries in the Asiatic region. Uh, Where we left you last, we looked at a major crisis within the Eastern Bloc in the Hungarian uprising. But today we're going to think about how the Cold War spread to Asia. And the three main areas we're going to consider over the next few episodes how communism looks to take hold in China, Korea and Vietnam. But the focus of today's podcast is going to be on the first of those countries, which is China. So following the Second World War, the communists and the nationalists who had been unified in fighting against the Japanese fell apart, their alliance broke apart and by 1946 a brutal civil war emerged and over the next three years, it was the communists who emerged victorious with their leader Mao Zedong establishing the People's Republic of China, or PRC, on the 1st of October 1949. Uh, the nationalists under Chiang Kai-shek, uh, they fled to Taiwan to form an alternative government in exile. Now, when Mao established this new government, uh, most countries refused to recognize it. And in fact, the USSR Perhaps unsurprisingly, given they were also communists, were one of the few countries to recognise Mao's communist regime. And as a result, uh, an alliance, a relationship started to build between Mao and Stalin and China and the Soviet Union. And Mao looked to Stalin to help develop China as a country and also to pre- protect it from American influence. And this growing friendship, this growing alliance was solidified in February 1950, when US, the USSR and China agreed to sign the Treaty of Friendship. Uh, and some of the important elements of that, uh, the Soviet Union would give $300 million in aid, although 95% of it would have to be paid back in a quite high interest, so this was of great benefit to the Soviet Union, they were getting an ally, but they were also financially benefiting. 8,000 Chinese students would be allowed to travel to the USSR to study technology and science. 20,000 Soviet experts would be sent to China to help develop the country. So there's an information, a technological swap, um, there's a financial gain for the Soviet Union, and they also gain access to two of China's ports. And I think we've discussed before how the Soviet Union is a nation or an empire, depending on how you want to look at it, that is deprived of access to water all throughout the year, because most, most of its ports are situated in areas where they freeze over in the winter. So having access to southern ports, warm water ports, uh, would be of great significance to its trade um, and its ability to access resources. So why was all this significant? Why, did, why was China falling to communism, significant for the Cold War? Well, for, this, for America, these developments represented a major concern. With China now communist and allied with the Soviet Union, a major communist power bloc was emerging in Asia, which could have consequences for the whole region. With domino theory emerging as a genuine fear, and this is, this is the theory that once one country in a region fell to communism, all those around it might topple and fall the same way. America was concerned that all the neighboring countries may, up, it may end up turning to communism too. So we're talking uh, Korea, as we said, we're gonna talk about later, we're talking about Vietnam, we're talking about Laos and Cambodia, <clears throat> so lots of places where you know, suddenly from one country turning communist, you could have the whole region turning communist. It's also concerning for America because the Soviet Union and China were two of the most populous countries in the world and their alliance could therefore be formidable and create a formidable opponent for the US to face, especially if, with Soviet help, China developed rapidly. And those fears, or America's fears, were indicated by uh, something called the National Security Council Resolution, uh, also known as NSC 68. And that repeated America's commitment to containing communism and allowed an increase in spending on the military. And what that really looked like was that America was essentially preparing for war. So this is quite significant. Document quite a significant resolution NSC 68 because it's really increasing America's spending, but it's increasing its commitment to trying to contain communism, and therefore it's, it's more likely that the Soviet Union and America are going to come to to, uh, to loggerheads at some point over uh, territories around the world. So let's kind of bring that all together. China turning communist was a big moment in the Cold War. The conflict between capitalism and communism had now spread to a new arena, Asia, and the consequences of who was victorious could have a major impact on the progress of the Cold War. The USSR now had a potentially very powerful ally with a vast army, and the result was America accelerated its military spending and efforts to contain communism, increasing the chance of conflict. And really that is borne out when we look at somewhere like Korea with, America, the Soviet Union and China all playing a very significant role in that conflict. Furthermore, beyond China, there was growing fears due to the domino theory that the whole Asiatic region could fall to communism and if it did, the Soviet Union would in effect have a powerful and expanding empire to support it. Those fears and and these events would have a long-term impact, would have long-term consequences for American foreign policy as they would then involve themselves in a series of drawn-out and draining conflicts in both Korea and Vietnam. And our next episodes, and this is quite a short one, China's quite a short topic in our uh, our unit, uh, we'll be exploring first the Korean War and then thinking about the early stages of the Vietnamese War, which goes on up until 1975, so beyond when you need to know about it, Um, but we'll be exploring those um, next. Thank you for listening.